Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, good morning to you. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, 10th day of November, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah, we are ready to go for this particular program. We have a Machine Head show tonight at the Revolution Center. That means we'll have our last pair of tickets for somebody to win over the course of the program today. So if you want to go tonight for free... Your last chance to do that will be with us. I would recommend that you continue listening if you want to get in on that action. Yeah. And then, of course, we also will have a nerd alert today from Big J. We have to give away $1,000 like we did yesterday to Helen. That will happen again to another listener this morning, and we'll have another code word for you. With inflation and retaliation happening a little bit after 9 o'clock, as Big J, next week, the final week of $1,000 a day giveaway. So we're down to almost crunch time, as it were. So yeah. get ready to get ready, I guess is the point. So that's going to be happening today, and we got to get somebody qualified for that brand new UTV that we're giving away thanks to Birds of Prey Motorsports and Volkswagen of Boise. That's going to happen with our UTV game, which kicks off around 7.30. Plus, we're going to hell, all sorts of cool stuff. Nerd alert from Big J. So a busy Thursday, and then tonight we go see Black Panther, Big J. Yes, indeed. Are you counting down the hours? I have been, yes. I worry a little bit because... Uh, I have set the bar very high for this movie. Yeah, as you should. I know why we say that. That's but okay. It's okay to have a high expectation. I know. I guess. What does but it matter if it doesn't meet your expectation? Well, what's going to happen? It, it, well, here's what. Let me tell you what's happened. Okay. It is it has it has built up a little bit of not necessarily resistance, but less. The the MCU has lost its luster for me with the last couple of movies. So, uh, well, I mean that's not good what's, as far as I'm concerned. What's going to happen if that happens? If, it, well, like, I, you if don't you're care asking, about it, if you're asking, it's going to affect the day to day operations of the world. The answer is not much. Okay, then. What I'm saying is, you were movie fans. We like these things, sure. and I want to continue to like them. And with the last couple of movies, I have not. And that is of concern to me as uh, I I start to wonder all the time I have committed to the MCU if I want to continue to do that in the future. Nobody's forcing you to. No, 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 it's true. You're right. I I am my own keeper. I'm just saying I I also had high expectations for the last couple of Marvel movies and have walked out very disappointed. Because I did not enjoy. That's your fault. Uh, well, I love looking. <laughs> sounds like everything's my fault right yeah, now. Yeah, it what, is. What can I do? Because it's stop your talking. Because it's your you. opinion. My so fault. that is your fault. Uh, it's my fault we're playing Alice in Chains? Yes, you just hit that button. Not technically, it's your fault. But we'll do some wood here this morning on the X. In the news today. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, the election happened a couple of days ago here in the Treasure Valley, but uh, that doesn't mean that those election signs that you see everywhere have been picked up. And ACHD is reminding everyone, both candidates and residents, that if you have campaign signs up for whatever reason, they got to be gone by the end of the day today if they are in public right-of-way areas. Because uh, they allow temporary sign placement for the election, but then once the election is over, the signs need to be removed by 48 hours after the election. Or, what will happen? ACHD will collect them themselves and take them to their headquarters in Garden City, and then either the owners can make arrangements to pick them up, but they will be charged for the cost of removing them. So they go up and they pick them up themselves, but then they start charging the campaigns and the candidates, or if it's like in a particular area, I guess a resident, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how that works if it's a residential kind of thing. But odds are if you're a residential situation, there's not a lot of public right-of-way areas. But if you maybe have like a path close to your house, like on the bench or something, you might be in trouble. I don't know. Yeah. 
But the point is, if you have an election sign, probably a good idea to take it down today so that this question is not answered. Way long, long, many, many years ago, Nick, it was my job to pick those suckers up. Is that one of the things that you were tasked with doing? And more importantly, we would routinely have those signs like stolen or destroyed. Sure. And so I would have to replace those. And and these were not like plastic signs, dude. These were like the big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Where, now, so did that mean like you also had like a, a place, like a map of like you knew where all the signs were? So you, yeah. they, okay. So it's not like you had to like willy nilly yeah. drive around and try to find one. Yeah, no. You knew where you're going. That's yeah. at least the good news. But in some cases, especially. I'm going to say some of these people probably don't care. No, you're right. Because they really don't care about the state. No, not, not from you. Not only that, but also uh, they don't care because they probably lost and therefore like, ugh, yeah. I don't want to. But. They don't want to get charged, I'm sure, the cleanup fee. So pick up the signs by the end of the day today. Looks like the Brooklynettes have changed directions yet again. They went ahead and named Jacques Vaughn their permanent head coach. The uh, This puts an end to the rumors that the Nets were about to hire suspended Boston Celtics coach Emi Aduka for the job. Uh, turns out Jacques Vaughn is now the coach through the end of this season and also he signed a contract to the end of next season. So they're sticking around with him for a while. LeBron James had to limp off the court yesterday in the fourth quarter. The Lakers lost to the Clippers, and it was announced he would not return due to some groin injury he was suffering in his left groin. So uh, he is out for medical imaging today. The team doesn't play for a couple of days, but we'll see if he's back on the court on Friday. But that's probably not great. Speaking of injuries, uh, looks like Matthew Stafford may miss the Rams game this weekend because he had a possible concussion and may not play against the Cardinals. Uh, Do you know who the Rams' backup quarterback is? Oh man, is it AJ McCarron? No, no, I don't. I've never heard of this guy. His name is John Wolford. I don't know. Who John he, Wolford. John Wolford is the backup quarterback for the uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I do not know who this man is, but uh, he will get the start if Matthew Stafford cannot go. Hey, a couple of morning after former guests are teaming up to do a virtual table read of It's a Wonderful Life to benefit the Ed Asner Family Center on December 11th that you can join if you want to be a part of. Uh, Brendan Fraser and Gene Smart are headlining it, but Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, Ken Jong, J.K. Simmons, Brent Spiner, Phil Lamar, and Ben Mankiewicz are also involved in this particular reading. Uh, the cast is going to do this, and it all benefits the Ed Asner Family Center, who usually does a script reading of some kind for the last couple of years and even though ed has passed they still continue to raise funds for some families in need in and around the united states and this is a good way that you can help out give a little bit back to charity and i guess virtually rub elbows with the stars as it's going to happen on december 11th and will be available for download and purchasing with the proceeds going to the charity for the uh, holiday season so check it out if you get a chance and especially if you enjoy it's a wonderful life is that a um, yearly tradition that you'll sit the wonderful life yeah. no have you ever seen it's a wonderful life of course okay a couple uh, times but there I, i'm wondering is the, i mean is do you have like an do you sit down and watch elf every year is there a christmas movie tradition your family yeah they're has? uh it's called die hard i see okay. die hard um and then uh, uh four christmases gets in there that being a modern uh version remind you know, me of that one again it's with um uh vince vaughn and reese witherspoon okay, okay. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll watch Elf. The kids like to watch Elf. There so. you go. So there are some traditions. Usually they just don't go that far back in the And depressing. Universe. I mean, that movie's kind of depressing for a while. Uh, yeah, well, until the end. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. That is Star Set and Breaking Benjamin here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you are a cat owner. I'm sure you love your cats and they love you. Yes? Yeah. And you have a total of four? Yeah, we have four cats in the house. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that when it comes to the kind of care that they may or may not need, you're willing to spend any kind of money to keep them happy and healthy. But maybe, just maybe, you don't have any idea how much money you're actually spending on these cats. No, it's a lot, I'm uh, sure. According to a recent survey that they did with 20,000 cat owners, they showed what the average person spends over the lifetime of their cat. And you can expect to shell out about twenty-five grand. For each cat that you have in your house over the course of their life. So where's all the money going, Big J? Well, uh, owners will spend about $109 per month per cat on food, about $108 per year on toys for the cats, $111 for each visit to the vet, 
and roughly where the most money is spent when you're a cat owner, you will spend about $1,000 during the course of their lives replacing or repairing the furniture that they have damaged <laughs> during the course of their lives. I didn't uh, know the truth. That according to the study that they put on. But not a single one said it wasn't worth it. So uh, that's part of the, uh, the uh, contract that you agree with with your cats when you have them is that you will take care of them and usually you know that there's going to be some furniture damage done over the course of it. Is it mostly scratching that they do to the furniture or is it something yeah, else? Not even, not even anymore. Um, we've got like scratching posts and things uh, scattered throughout the house but uh, you know when we had Maddie's cat um, Madden, she peed on everything. So that was that was bad news bears. I forgot about I forgot about so. the cat that urinated on all of your stuff constantly. Uh, so yes, so twenty five girl uh, child's play right for the love and companionship of a cat. Oh yeah. Thought so uh, now, you, just so you know, however, you're at a hundred grand. So that's how much you will spend mm-hmm. over the course of the life of the four cats. But also worth a big J, or would you like that hundred grand right now? Uh, no, I would not trade that. Smart play. Smart play. Your wife is probably listening. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J's got your nerd alert. That is happening next on the x Rock. Best in tech and gaming. Big J's nerd alert on 100.3. The X rocks. I don't think I need to be the one to tell you this, Nick, but God of War Ragnarok is out. You actually did. I thought it came out this weekend, and I was wrong. Oh. I was informed yesterday, actually, oh, that it came geez. out yesterday. But I, I do think that's okay. I didn't pre-order it or anything. I'll get it when Lame. I get it. Get uh, it. And according to reviews, as you would expect, it's awesome. But how long is the game going to take to complete? Well, the folks over at IGN.com, they had six different stack staffers do a walkthrough of various playing styles. And it will take anywhere from 25 hours to uh, being near totally completion of 60 hours. So that'll uh, set you in for a while. All right. Uh, yeah, the last game that I beat was Gotham Knights that was supposed to take 24 hours to knock out. Uh, but, you know, I don't play like marathon sessions, so it took me, yeah. you know, a couple weeks to to knock it out. But I did finally uh, beat it uh, earlier this week, which is uh, fine and good. So I'm sure it'll take me a long amount of time, which I'm very happy yeah. with. I love that. I'm looking forward to it very much. My daughter Maddie and her girlfriend Adair are just wrapped up in God of War uh, Ragnarok right now. And I've heard very good things. The commercial was hilarious, too, with Ben Stiller. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, LeBron James, very funny. All right, Black Friday offers are already starting to kick off, and this uh, there's early a deal that you might want to keep an eye on. Three for two deal at Amazon. So it's absolutely absolutely worth checking out. Uh, and basically what that means is uh, the three for, do, three for two deal has uh, a bunch of different products to choose from. Uh, video games, books, and movies. So it includes Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, NBA 2K23, FIFA 23, Elden Ring, all of that stuff. And uh, it's not a bad idea, especially if you're looking forward to uh, maybe getting gifts for somebody this year. Pretty good deal. You can check that out. Uh, buy two, get one free. Amazon early Black Friday deal is not a bad way to go. So there's that. Uh, now, you know, as we come up here to the wrap-up at the end of the year, uh, one of the pe- things that people will enjoy seeing is the Spotify, how much you listen to, what you listen to, etc. Well, Call of Duty, obviously, we've got uh, Warzone uh, 2 coming out here in November, and they did a wrap-up deal of uh, individuals' uh, gameplay for Warzone, the free-to-play game. Uh, you know, um, uh, game style that uh, was uh, part of the, uh, you know, the, the multiplayer that they did that you can play for free, Nick. Okay. So they do their vet, vet veteran action report, and uh, here's mine. Okay. Here's okay. my uh, for the time I played, uh, kills three thousand seventy five kills, deaths forty seven hundred, Nick. <laughs> okay. Uh, that gave me a, a kill death ratio of point sixty five. I played nine hundred twenty two matches. I won forty seven times. I played two hundred forty six hours. So that's about ten days worth. <laughs> of playing uh, when you break it down. Uh, that is not good. Uh, in so what know. way? In like you played too much or you no, did not perform uh, those well numbers, when you did uh, Those numbers aren't great. You shouldn't be proud of that. 47 uh, wins seems pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how I got those. I'm not sure what wins those. I think those are probably playing Plunder or not, but those wasn't your standard things that you'd see most of streamers playing. And it's really cool. They provide this video of uh, some of your, your highlights and things like that. So very interesting. You use your Activision ID to do that. Now, Call of Duty Warzone sequel is almost 
almost here. The question about what will happen to the original game is still out there for a lot of players. Activision answered that uh, yesterday in a blog post. Uh, and uh, so the sequel's arrival won't mean that the original game is shutting down. So Warzone will still be there. It will become Call of Duty Warzone Caldera, and it will continue to be playable. See, a lot of people, including myself, bought, you know, um, with, you know, different, uh, you know, different skins and things like that. The action series with right, Rambo, Rambo. And, and and those things would totally go away. Well, that's not going to be the case. And according to Activision, the launch plan for Warzone 2.0 includes a relaunch plan for the original game. So uh, Warzone, the current game, will go offline at around 11 a.m. on uh, November 16th as the game's fifth Call of Duty Vanguard season ends. And shortly after that, Warzone 2 will come online and be available for all players to jump into for free. Now, Warzone 2.0 will then become the focus of developer Raven Software as the team attempts to ensure a smooth launch and make sure the game's free-to-play ecosystem is running effectively. And after a short break for the Thanksgiving holiday, the original Warzone will be brought back online under its new title, and that's planned for November 28th. So good news, I think, for a lot of players out there. They'll have some options and choices if they don't like 2.0. What will you do? Will you play them both? Oh, yeah. No, no, just... no. I've, I've abandoned uh, the old Warzone. Already? Uh, yeah, and so um, I, I'm going to get get all into the Warzone 2.0 for okay. sure. Okay. Uh, well, good numbers, Big J, and uh, we'll see if you can better those in Warzone 2. Yeah! For, uh, 2023. Morning that sucks so bad. After with Nick and Big J, there's your nerd alert. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, seems like you or I can't go a day without one of our coworkers pulling us aside and asking us, as another dude, if they should need to worry about how often they're having sex. Oh man, it's constant around here. And it makes for a real uncomfortable workplace, I'll be honest, because I don't really know some of these people that well. And they're still asking us these questions, and it's like, hey man, I, you're, you've been here like two weeks, what are you doing? But the good news that we always tell them is there's no normal amount to strive for, man. Everybody's different. But everybody also thinks that they're not getting it enough, if that makes sense. 75% of people that were surveyed, according to him's and hers research, thought that other people that were in relationships were getting it on way more than they were. Which is usually not true. Uh, Basically, what they found out is 54% of people in relationships say, you know what, about once a week is what we're able to make it happen. And this didn't matter what your age bracket was, by the way. Uh, And that means that most people think that because they only do it once a week, other people must be doing it way more than they are, if that makes sense. Right. But ultimately, a good sex life is one that you're content with. You're not trying to keep up with the Joneses in this particular department. As long as you are happy and satisfied, then then you're well. You know, your, your relationship is good. If psychologically you're okay with the amount of time you're intimate with your partner, that's all that matters, man. Quality over quantity. <laughs> right? Isn't that... I'm not sure that's exactly what they're shouldn't saying. You, shouldn't you look at it that way? <laughs> but sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but you can understand the frustration if that quality is only once every six months. Right? Uh, and I think also that depends on, you know, satisfaction and all those things. Also true. Uh, that definitely plays a part. So, you know, again, as long as you and your, you're the person that you're having relations with have a healthy and happy relationship, that's all that matters. You know, you don't need to carve a notch in your bedpost every time you get it on, and maybe that will make things a little bit happier for you. But also, I'm not the guy that should be giving advice in this department, so (laughs) I bow to you, Big J. If you say quality over quantity, then that's fine. Whatever makes you happy, I guess, is the point that the doctors are trying to make. And don't try to strive for somebody else's sex life because everybody's just different, you understand? It's good advice. About 13 million people watched the Georgia Bulldogs beat the Tennessee Volunteers 23 or 27 to 13 on Saturday. That's more than anybody watched any game in the World Series, including the final Game 5 that night. About 12.5 million people watched the Astros win the World Series, so it wasn't like it was blowing out the World Series by any stretch. But the highest rated game in the World Series was Game 4, and that had 12.7 million viewers. The NFL still rules, though, because more than 20 million people watched the Buccaneers and the Rams on Sunday, and that wasn't even that good of a game until the final minute. And then 17.7 million people watched the Chiefs' overtime win against the Tennessee Titans on Sunday night. rules. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Well, here's, here's the thing. It's because any kind of live sporting event is going to rue the day. It's going to. 
I mean, because there's no incentive for us to watch anything else live. You understand? Mm -hmm. We don't have to watch Criminal Minds the second it's on. Some of us like to, but other of us can catch up whenever we want to because it's on demand. If you don't watch sports live, you are missing out usually, and sports fans can't do that. And I I mean, I I don't want to say what the numbers are because I wouldn't know, but you're also uh, on your regular scheduled programming. You're not betting any money on it. Also true. So, you know, I mean, you have that. I mean, but I don't I can't imagine that there's that many people that are doing sporting betting. No, you know I, mean, I mean, these numbers were, were what they were before yeah. DraftKings came along. Not that you can play that here in Idaho anyway, but it is, you know, that is a factor. There's no doubt. But also, the, you know, the NFL and the college football. And, and listen, even though they aren't as good as the NFL, the World Series and the NBA Finals numbers still garner well over 11 million people watching it every time it happens, which is the number one show or whatever by a long shot over anything that's scripted. Yeah, unless football is on. Right. <laughs> right. So nobody's really struggling, I guess, is my point. But the only thing that's drawing eyeballs as it happens is live sporting events. And that will continue to be the case probably now until the end of time. They're expecting Black Panther Wakanda Forever to make themselves some serious money over there at the mouse because they've already racked up more than $45 million in advance box office ticket sales before Friday's premiere. The Marvel flick, they want to make about $175 million this weekend. Uh, that's what they're projecting. Big J, do you think they get there? I don't know, man. 175 is what they're going for. Um, I'm going to say no, they don't get there. Uh, do they fall significantly short? No, no, probably close, but... Yeah, I, I think they might. I mean, I really do. Uh, I, 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 I just think that this one is one of those franchises that people are looking forward to. The trailers have been fantastic. I think that... There's an opportunity for it there, especially if 45 is what they're at before it, uh, showing's even been put on. They're in good shape. We'll see if they can make it happen this weekend. You could add to it if you're going to go check out the movie. Who knows? That is Godsmack. That is Surrender here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, we've got a brand new CF Moto side-by-side UTV that is parked right outside the old radio station here, courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and Boise Volkswagen, which is pretty awesome. We're going to be dragging it around the Treasure Valley, giving you a chance to qualify here next week if you want to do that. But we're also giving you chances to qualify here on the radio if you'd like to play a little game called UTV. Our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to try your hand at being today's qualifier, means you get on the very short list to win this UTV straight up, which is pretty awesome. We're going to be giving it away uh, around the second week in December, and we want you to be qualified for it. But you just have to figure out what word I am thinking of that begins with a U, a T, or a V. Those are the parameters of our little contest, and if you can get it, you are officially qualified. It'll give you three clues to come up with the word. Hello, the X. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? I'm David. David, you're up first. I'm going to give you three clues to try to come up with a word that begins with a U, a T, or a V, okay? Okay. Here we go. Clue number one. Need a ride? This app could help. Uber. Yeah, dude. One yeah. and done. Good job. Well, well played, David. Congratulations. You are officially qualified for the UTV, the CF Moto side-by-side, courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and uh, Volkswagen of Boise. The other clues, by the way, just better hope you're a five-star passenger and people use this U-word to have strangers pick them up in a car or truck to take them from one place to another. Wow, I'm really shocked you didn't put in there, uh, I've lost a phone inside one of these. Uh, because I didn't. I lost a phone inside a cab in Vegas. Remember? Oh, I it thought was, it was an Uber. No, we, it was before, predates Uber when I lost my phone in a Las Vegas cab with you in Vegas. And that was, because remember I had to call the cab company and they told me basically that uh it was like finding a needle in a haystack because i couldn't remember the cab number and none of that was on the receipt or anything it was a huge mess so no uh, i have not lost anything in trips with you are uh, the best Uh, i tell you what (laughs) wait a second that was only one thing that happened like 15 years ago. okay what about uh, our uh our trip to uh, rock on the range in the middle of kentucky uh, where, where I broke the, yes. where, where I thought I broke yes. the actually, and it was mad at myself. Yes, no, that was that was definitely a thing. That was not good. But. Don't make me recount every episode. You don't <laughs> want it that. Well, listen, hey, fair's fair. We have your share of mistakes as well on our road trips. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like remember when you ran over that wheel? <laughs> I oh, mean, when I saved this from being scrambled upside down on a freeway? Something yeah, like I remember that. that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Good job, David. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you, and we will do We're Going to Hell. That's happening next to the X-Rocks. <laughs>
and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed to Hawaii for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Hawaii. Lots of people go there to enjoy a romantic getaway, maybe a destination wedding, perhaps. It's even to recreate the show that they watched on television called Hawaii Five-0. But nobody goes to Hawaii to be attacked. And that is what is happening at least the last couple of days. And now the entire state is being warned to keep an eye out for things. The things they want people to look out for? Fire ants, Big J. Oh, God, yeah. Officials on Kauai, which is the largest island in Hawaii, have officially started imploring the public to check their properties for one of the world's top invasive species because their biggest infestation to date has happened on the largest island in Hawaii. It's happened before, but never to this scale. It's getting to the point, Big J, where these fire ants apparently start taking over these large trees, and what's happening is uh, one thing that people enjoy doing is taking hikes in Hawaii, right? Yeah. And as they are taking their hikes in Hawaii, these fire ants are raining down on them from high above and stinging them like crazy. Jeez. And people are furious and, oh, by the way, not happy about it either. That makes sense, right? And they say that they've usually had a couple of instances here and there, but never anything on this particular scale. So that's led them to put together a big media push. Radio commercials, television commercials, Facebook ads, kind of alerting residents that they are giving out free at-home testing kits to find out if their trees and their foliage in their yard are infested with fire ants because it's gotten bad, like really bad. They have estimated that upwards of 250 people in the last week have had to go into the hospital because they have been basically aerated by fire ants on the island. That's a lot of people going to the hospital for fire ant bites. But if anybody who's been attacked by fire ants or bitten by one or stung by one will tell you, A, they hurt, B, there's a bunch of them usually together, and C, they don't stop biting once they land on you. You have to get them off of you. And so when you get like six or seven of them falling on you from a high distance, the next thing you know, they're all over your neck and in your, I mean, forever, forever unclean, man. That's the way that it works. You're and on fire. What's happened over the course of the last couple of weeks is, again, they kind of narrowed this down to a private residence where these fire ants started, which is weird to begin with. But then they got into a lush valley and then got into the Walua River, which runs basically between all these islands, and it made, like, really easy for fire ants to float down, and then they created multiple colonies. Next thing you know, it's infestation central. So they are letting uh, people that live on the actual island know and people that are coming to tour there that, hey, listen, this uh, this is something that could be happening. So be prepared, please and thank you. Because nobody wants to get attacked by fire ants on their vacation. Do they, Big J? No. Is that featured in an episode of Hawaii Five-O? Yes. My God, they knew. It's like ripped from the headlines. Yep. They're doing the law and order thing. How did they handle it? Burned it down. The whole island? Yeah. This seems counterintuitive. Seems counterintuitive to me. I'm not sure that's how islands work. (laughs) Burn it down and start from scratch. But (laughs) maybe you're right. Uh, It is a TV show, after all. They are mostly on right on par with everything that happens. So... Be careful if you're planning a trip to Hawaii or cut down on those hikes, man. You know? Yeah. It's a good reason not to go walking all over God's green earth. Stay in the water where the sharks are. (laughs) Yeah, take your chances there. At least you only get bit once, usually. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Coming up, some important stuff. Let's not forget we also have to have your last chance of machine head tickets. Those are on the way. The morning after with Nick and Big J. What have I told you, Big J? They might have found a pill that could mend a broken heart. Oh, how? There is a study that was released in the Journal of Affective Disorders that suggests that there is a particular medication that wasn't necessarily served for this purpose, but they found out it actually can cure heartache, specifically heartache caused by betrayal. They uh, they talked to participants who experienced a betrayal event in a relationship. You can understand what that means, right? Somebody got cheated on. Right. And then they gave them the heart medication called Parpanol. And they were asked to then remember the unpleasant, heartbreaking experience. And what they found out was the heartache symptoms significantly decreased among 72% of participants. And the effects were seen four months later. 
Now, being betrayed in a relationship can lead to an adjustment disorder, something that is, like, symptomatic with uh, PTSD, basically, where, you know, something terrible happens in a relationship and then anything that you can think of triggers that particular emotional response and makes you feel like a piece of garbage again, even though you really weren't involved in the process to begin with. You just had something terrible happen to you. And so this is one of those things where they might have found a particular thing that could help in that area. Now... There is something to be said where every situation is different, I would say. And that I think sometimes if going through a particular breakup in that particular way can sometimes cause some self-reflection or other things that could lead to better things down the road. But I certainly can understand why somebody who got into a relationship, was in love, and then got cheated on would be like, this is awful, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Relationships are terrible, and having some way to help you bridge that gap is a good thing now whether it works for everybody or is widely accepted two other things that still need to happen they just had a little bit of a breakthrough one of those deals where a medicine is made for something and they found out that it might actually do something else as well so we'll see if that's a permanent solution or a solution in general tiger woods has added himself to the field for december's hero world challenge the event he and his father founded the tournament in the bahamas on december 1st through the 4th will be Woods' first pro event since July, so he's going to get back out on the links. Could be Matthew Stafford sitting this one out on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. He is being treated for a possible concussion. John Wolford in line to start in his absence if he cannot go, and LeBron James may be banged up as well. He left in the fourth quarter of the Lakers' loss to the Clippers. We'll see what happens when they play next on Friday. Big J, uh, David Batista has now had a chance to work with Daniel Craig on a couple of movies. He is in the new Glass Onion movie, The Knives Out Mystery, that's headed to Netflix here in a couple of weeks. But he also popped up in Spectra, Big J, you remember? Yeah, of course. Uh, and he said that working with Daniel Craig was a much more enjoyable experience on Glass Onion than it was working on the James Bond film. He said that you could tell that, uh, you know, playing the character and the stunts and all the stuff that was going into it was really getting into Daniel Craig, and he was working with him specifically not too long after an injury, and so you could tell that he was pretty miserable making the film, which is kind of why Daniel Craig had said that he wanted to walk away from the Bond role as well, but he said that it was a blast and an absolute uh, awesome time on Glass Onions and he uh, Glass Onion and he thinks that that will show up on the screen or wherever you watch it. But it was nice to see Daniel Craig, he said, smiling, laughing, and having a good time, which he didn't see on the set of the James Bond film. So maybe everybody's in store for a fun little ride. Yeah, man. And well, I'm a, excited. A happy Daniel Craig is a good Daniel Craig, right, Big J? Absolutely. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there's your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, tonight, by the way, at the Rev Center, great show, man. An evening with Machine Head. We've got one more pair of tickets here to hand out. So you can get those by beating me in pop culture SmackDown. Uh, it should be pretty easy. This week has been rough, man. Yeah, be- and uh, we're not exactly wandering into Big J's strong suit oh, here great. today. Uh, Cereal, huh? And not quite, uh, but uh, more children's programming. Oh. As it was today Beat on this kids. date back in 1969 that Sesame Street premiered on PBS, and it's been on ever since. Uh, I do believe you had said you haven't watched no, a lot of Sesame no, Street. No, man. Which uh, seems cruel and unusual, but uh, alas, it is a big part of popular culture, something that's lasted, you know, I don't know, as long as you've been on this earth right? or longer. No, so. there's no, it's it's certified pop culture knowledge. 208-287-1003. I've tried to keep it somewhat easy with the questions. We'll see how it goes. Let's get ourselves a contestant for those Machine Head tickets. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Chibo. Uh, All right. Uh, you're up first. What creator of the Muppets also created Sesame Street? Oh, that Henson guy. That works. All I'll right. take last names like it's Dan uh, Jeopardy. Good job. I talk like this. Big J, uh, we need to know which Sesame Street character is the only one that actually had a hit single on the pop chart back in 1970. <laughs> 1970? Yes. My guess is, even though you haven't watched the show, you probably have heard the song at some point. It's got to be Big Bird. Uh, Big Bird is incorrect. I'm sorry. Wrong. No. What if I said this song was sung in a bathtub about a toy? The song was called Rubber Ducky. Does that sound familiar, Big J? No, no, it doesn't. You've never heard Rubber Ducky? Maybe if I heard it, actually. Sing it some point. Rubber Ducky, you're the one. Oh, yeah. You make bath time so much Count Dracula. 
Robert, Count Dracula, first of all, isn't even on Sesame Street. Wrong. You're talking about the Count, I'm guessing. Yeah, right. But count. no, it's also not the Count in the bathtub. It would be, what if I said uh, it was one of the famous roommates on Sesame Street? Would that help? Oh, Bert or Ernie? One of the two. Ernie. There you go. Ernie. The only one <laughs> to have a certified pop hit. That's all it takes, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Machine Head tickets. Those are yours. But that's it for Pop Culture Smackdown. Some headlines are on Sorry, the way. Man. That's happening next. Trying to warn you. X rocks. Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's is proud to honor our active and retired military men and women with a free large cheese or pepperoni original or thin crust pizza on November 11th. Just show your military ID and walk out with dinner. Limit one per customer, but pretty nice to get some free pizza if you're a veteran coming up tomorrow. So take advantage of that. Headlines are as follows. Aw, that's nice. Never gonna fly and don't eat it. Aw, that's nice. A 15-second video made by a particular TikToker has raised enough money for a Walmart employee that he works with to pay off her house and totally retire. Devin Bagura first recorded the employee named Nola as she sat in the Walmart break room. This video racked up about 24 million views on the social media platform because of the public outpouring of support. He started a GoFundMe page for his co-worker and gave her nearly $170,000, which was the amount that she said she needed to retire after being so in debt after her husband passed and left her with a house payment. So uh, now it claims that Walmart asked him to take down the page and return the money to donors due to threats they have received because people thought Walmart wasn't paying her enough, but he refused and gave the money directly to her. And now she was able to retire from Walmart and pay off her house and live the dream. So there is some good on social media from time to time. Seems a little bit awful that Walmart asked him to take it down so that they didn't appear to be the bad guy. But I didn't feel like really Walmart came off like the bad guy in the video that I saw, other than, you know, having a very elderly person working there is probably not a great look, but I'm not sure that's necessarily a reflection of Walmart as much as it is our country in general. But nonetheless, at least now she's happy and retired. So see, good things can come from social media from time to time. But there's still always somebody we have to vilify. You understand? Big yeah. Otherwise, we're not happy. Never going to fly or don't eat it. Don't eat it. Nestle USA is warning customers, do not eat edible chocolate chip cookie dough dubs that they've had out on the market because... Some of those tubs contain pieces of soft plastic film. Nestle issued the voluntary recall for batches of its Toll House edible chocolate chip cookie dough tubs produced August 1st through 3rd, according to announcement by the FDA. The cookie dough was distributed through retailers throughout the United States, including here in Idaho. So keep an eye out for it. If you're buying edible chocolate chip cookie dough by the tub, first of all, maybe time to look in the mirror. Second of all... It's also not something that you probably should be shoving down your gullet, at least right now. So think about it, won't you? You're awful judgy, man. Especially, listen, I, have you seen those tubs? No. They're big. No, but I mean... They're gigantic. Gigantic. So you don't need all that kind of stuff. And they make it just so it's eaty, ready to eat out of the tub, which is mm, a discussion we can delicious. have all day. Do you like chocolate chip cookie dough? Sure, who doesn't? I don't know. We've talked about how you don't have much of a sweet tooth. I don't know what, what stuff really you gravitate towards. I mean, I don't, don't eat. I don't have a tub of it at home. <laughs> well, that's your first hurdle, I guess. Yep. Wrap it up with never gonna fly. Big J, even though Claire Ogden is no longer a police officer in the UK, she found out this week she will never be allowed to serve as one again. That's because she decided on her last day as a cop to film herself exploring herself big j at the police station and then posting it on her OnlyFans, and the police officers found out about it and are none too happy that she did that on company time she apparently recorded the video in the bathroom while on duty and wearing her uniform and she has been found guilty of two allegations of misconduct and as a result has been barred from serving as an officer in the uk for the remainder of her life her personal cell phone also contained about 72 photos of computer screens, evidence bags, and crime scenes. She said that was, quote, a joke, but the police don't really find that very funny when you take photos of that stuff from, like, the evidence locker. Yeah, but how's her OnlyFans page doing? You know what? Top 5%. So she seems pretty happy in that regard, but uh, she's not going to be a cop again. Uh, maybe a good idea not to do that stuff at work, everybody, whether you're a police officer or not. Save it for the home bathroom. Yeah.
I mean, I'm sure that's probably a, a, a weird corner of the internet where people are getting stuff done at take work. A, take a picture and then just green screen it. Wait, what does that mean? What do you mean? Take a picture of the actual area and then just use it as a green ah, screen I background. See, I see. Use it as a background in your home studio. Yes. yes, this makes sense. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Keep listening for Big J's porn tips. There's more of those to mm-hmm. come this morning. <laughs> That's the White Stripes, Seven Nation Army here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it is time, better late than never, to recap the morning after Fantasy Football League week number nine. Let's start with Big J's team. How did you do? Did you get any port of subs this week, Big No, J? no, I wouldn't anyways. How oh, dare you? That's true. Peace it. Uh, and I didn't do great because, you know, as you well know, Nick, I've got a couple Packers on my team. Yeah, not great uh, right now. Aaron Rodgers uh, got me 13 points. It could be worse, I guess, but not not for Aaron Rodgers. Not I mean, really. that's, that's bad. So he's been dropped for my team, by the way. Goodbye. Uh, and then I picked up Dobbs because he's a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers. And the game before, they they like they looked like they were about to make a connection. And some big things can happen when that does go down. But uh, not the case. He went out, uh, I think, with an injury. And first catch of the game, he caught yeah. a 20-yard pass and yeah. was out yeah. first. That guy got me 2.8 yards. Yeah, uh, 2.8 points, but that's it. Um, I, I got a great, uh, you know, a, a great game from Derrick Henry, as always, 23 points. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., who's been my second running back, you know, he got traded to the Miami Dolphins, and usually when that happens, they're not going to expect a lot of points. Got 16 points out of his performance for the Miami Dolphins there. Uh, Stefan Diggs got me 14 points, but the rest of the team just really bad. My uh, flex position, Robert Woods, is a wide receiver of the Tennessee Titans. He just didn't get a look at all and got zero points. Um, the Titans defense, I mean, I only scored 92 points. Not very good. I was going up against the meaty clackers. And uh, he had Kyler Murray, which oftentimes is, is a big number, but he only scored 19 points off that. Austin Eckler put in a great performance with 24 points. Um, uh, Deontay Pierce, the Houston running back, got him 13 points. And, uh, you know, he got 18 points from uh, Palmer, wide receiver there for the Chargers. So uh, he scored 150 points, 115 points. So Meaty Clackers continues uh, to have a, a pretty decent season. I'm a 3-6 and six now, Nick, so I'm uh, just count me out. Yeah, it's I'm not. out for the count. It's not going well. This is a man. There's still seven games left. There's five games left before the playoffs, technically. So you never know what's going no, to happen. But you did score the least amount of points in the league this week, and that's yeah, never a good great. thing. But point that out. Uh, on the uh, on the pickle Nick side of things, I was coming in on a three game losing streak, getting beat on Monday Night Football every single week, and uh, that was set up again this week as I had a decent lead going into Monday Night Football and going up against Lamar Jackson, who usually puts in a crazy number. They decided to run the ball with Kenyon Drake this week and that meant that I was able to escape with a 107-95 victory over Peacemakers, Vigilantes and Dell Falls to 3-6 and six as well on the season. I can thank Travis Kelsey and I mean I was Chiefs heavy this week Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster both had good games for me. I had a decent game out of Waddle again for the Dolphins who's been solid all year but again only 6 points combined out of my running backs this week uh, I had an issue where somebody went uh, out and decided not to play late and so I had to pick up the Chiefs running back Isaiah Pacheco who didn't do anything at all on uh, on Sunday night so I was a little bit worried considering I only got six points out of my running backs but Dell had an off week as well got some pretty good performances out of his running backs but not such a great performance out of his wide receiver in tight end and so that left him with 95 points and a three and six record I improved to five and four uh, and I'm outside the playoffs but I am eyeing a return but go nobody you, dude go could you touch Tenacious D this week. Jim Man. went off on a tangent. That is because Jesus. he had Joe Mixon. Uh, and he also had Walker, the running back for the Seahawks, who had a very good game as well. 55 points out of Joe Mixon on his own. 27 out of Walker. And so that gave him 178 points this week. Easily far and away the highest scorer of the week in the morning after Fantasy Football League. That means Jim is the gentleman that's going to get some delicious Porta Subs coming his way. Free of charge, courtesy of the good people at Porta Subs and the sponsor of the morning after Fantasy Football League. Enjoy those sandwiches, Jim. And unfortunately, Jeremy was on the losing end of that. He scored 107 points, but it wouldn't have mattered uh, no matter if he had a perfect lineup or not, although he did have zero points on his bench. So he did the best he could, and he had two guys that put up zero burgers for him. So not 
a great performance yeah. out of Jeremy this week, but not much he could have done anyway as Tenacious D ran away with it. Uh, keep an eye out on Steve's team. Top Gun is making a run of things, and he's getting healthy and has a uh, really good team as we get ready to head down the stretch. A 27 performance out of Tyreek Hill, a 22 performance out of Cole Komet, the tight end for the Bears this week, uh, and uh, he has got 120 points, and that gives him a victory to improve to 6-3 and three on the year. Uh, knocking around Wayne's team, who falls to 1-8 and eight on the year. Five in a row losing, spotting everybody five games is what he has <laughs> called his team, and that has unfortunately come to light. Had a good game out of Christian Kirk, but that's pretty much it as he put up 96 points in this particular league. Of course, uh, everybody's looking up at Devontae's new car. JJ improves to 9-0. and oh. The question becomes, will he ever lose? Man. I don't know. 124 to 99, the final score this week. Another ridiculous performance out of him with uh, Travis Etienne and jo- Justin Jefferson being his leading scores. But he is stacked. I mean, even his bench is something to marvel at. He has really got tough decisions. Really, the only weakness in his team is tight end, if we're being honest. Because he's going to war with Conklin every week for the Jets, who has a good game but mostly doesn't. But everybody else is picking up the slack for him, so he's okay. And a great pickup with Chris Olave. I mean, because that you know he was—I uh, think he's a rookie, right? Yes, he is. And so he's been producing points left and right. I know, but I mean, the other thing is, like, I mean, I don't even think Olave cracks his lineup this week. I mean, he's got Barkley and Lamb both on by sitting on his bench. So I mean, at some point, uh, he is going to go the way. He's not going to find a way to make the lineup. But uh, way to go to too late to say Amari, who also had a 30-week performance out of Devonte Adams. But really, that's it. 124 to 99, your final score. And finally, uh, wrong side of Camara ended up holding off a late surge from Glenn's team, Gridiron Warriors, who's nothing to sneeze at either, uh, only suffering his second loss of the season. But Courtney picks up her third win in a row thanks to a 34-point performance out of Pat Mahomes, a great game out of Dallas Goddard, and a serviceable game out of Alvin Kamara that got her the 118 to 113 win. Uh, Kenyon Drake was trying to make a comeback on him, but couldn't make it happen. He's also got Josh Allen, who had a big game, but he he may be hurt, so we'll see what ends up happening going forward with Gerald's team, but still very good performance out of uh, Glenn, excuse me, Glenn's team, the Gridiron Warriors, and Courtney, wrong side of Camara picking up her fifth win of the year. Who do you face in week 10, Big Game? I'm going against um, wrong side of Camara. Alright, so, so Courtney's going for win number four against you. I'll be taking on the team we also just talked about, Glenn's Gridiron Warriors, who are 7-2, and two. so if I'm going to make a playoff push, I'm going to need an upset this week. We'll yeah. see if it happens. Here's how bad things are, Nick. I dropped Aaron Rodgers and picked up Andy Dalton. Hey. Yay! <laughs> Good luck, man. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. There's your Porta Subs Morning After Fantasy Football League recap. We got your bad impressions happening next on the X-Rocks. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And bad impressions brought to you by the Ido Center pre-owned Superstore, Treasure Valley Subaru, and we have here tickets to Machine Head. Our last pair of tickets set tonight at the Rev Center, an evening with Machine Head. We'll get you set up with those if you can figure out bad impressions. Give you a phone number here, 208-287-1003, if you'd like to play. All you have to do is figure out what famous person Big Jay's trying to be with the three clues he throws in your general direction. Sometimes it takes you all three clues. Other times you get it in less than that. It really is dependent on how strong your knowledge is. How many clues do you think it'll take today, Big J? Probably three. Three. All right. So Big J is laying down the gauntlet, the challenge that says it's not going to be an easy one today. But if somebody thinks they got what it takes, boy, you are going to need it. Are you ready, Big J? Yep. And to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. All right. You're up. Good luck. Recently, I got to play Nathan Drake from PlayStation game Uncharted. Mm, next. I played in some movies that aren't superhero movies like Devil All the Time and Onward. Oh, boy. Give me another. All right. You got me. I'm Spider-Man. Well, at least the current Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man. Man. <coughs> uh, oh. This, uh, this style? Is it his style? Um, Lord, it is not Harry. It might be before yeah. we know. Or yeah. Dick or Tom, maybe. Maybe Tom? Huh? No. Tom Willard? No. Not Tom it's Willard. Not Tom Willard. Hello, the ex. I tried. You did it. And now, and now everybody thinks that that person got it right and they've all hung up. But uh, that's not the Great. case, unfortunately. But uh, why don't you go ahead and let people know what it was? Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. 
And why is he not in the a news? household name yet, but should be? I uh, signed a new deal with Marvel and Sony, Nick, to play Spider-Man at least six more times. Jesus. Here's the stuff that he's the, the details, at least that he's going to be a part of. Daredevil: Born Again. Oh, that counts those appearances? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, these are appearances, right? So then Spider-Man 4, The Kang Dynasty, Secret War, Spider-Man 5, and Spider-Man 6. All right. So there's at least three more yeah. standalone Spider-Man films yeah. coming. Uh, we know that much. And then he's going to pop up in the Daredevil series, which I imagine a lot of people will because that's like 24 episodes or something crazy. Yeah. So that's probably going to go deep. I imagine She-Hulk might pop up in that as well. So we'll see Girl, what goes girlfriend? on. Yeah, we'll see Whoops. what goes on and, and see what happens in that particular world. So uh, that's good news, though. I think the more the, the Spider-Man is one that they are certainly doing right. Agree or disagree? Yep. So uh, we're all for that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. That is Bear Tooth. That is Riptide. And that is wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J for this Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Got a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Uh, educated him, and he'd be spending $100,000 in his life on those cats that he's got, but he seemed happy with that particular money. He seemed wow. like a pretty good trade-off. And, of course, we also had a chance to give away $1,000 today. He just got off the horn with Dennis, today's $1,000 uh, winner. Congratulations to him. You're going to want to keep listening for those additional code words coming your way with inflation retaliation. It happens a little after 11, 1, 3, and 5 every single weekday, including today and tomorrow here on The X. So we're excited for that to continue as we head into the last week of that, which is next week for inflation retaliation. So now's the time to win. If you haven't started, you should. Big J, that leaves you with the floor. Yeah, we got uh, Christmas up yesterday. It's all up and running in the Big J yeah, household? Not, not necessarily outside, but uh, the inside for sure. Are you? Oh, so the tree's up and everything? No, we don't have the tree yet. Oh, 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 oh. We oh. have tons of, like, Santas and stuff. That I see. Up. So just the decorations, not necessarily yeah. the full Christmas tree. Because you guys go natural, right? I don't even think they're on for sale yet, are they? No. You, wait, you're not happy about that no. either? Oh, the mess? Yeah, I'd rather have just a regular damn Christmas tree. And then it's got to be the biggest one. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Speaking of cats, do they get involved in the uh, the Christmas tree fund? Yeah, well? yeah. Well, they always try to climb the ladder. Like, where are you going? Up, man. Up. They're going up. <laughs> they want to get caught up there in the top. Eagle's eye view of the whole uh, Big J household. Well, congratulations. Did you help at all? Yeah, a little bit. Nice, man. See, given a little bit. What did you do? Put up the Santas up high? No, I just handed stuff to the wife. I see, I see. I'm not allowed on the ladder. Oh, that's right. You told me you don't feel safe. No, well, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not allowed. I get up there. You're punished? I'm so sad. Don't do that. Don't don't get up there. Oh, because mind. other people are scared you'll fall. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. You don't have that fear as much as other people do for you. And you don't care enough to put up a fight, do you? That's right. Good. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Put that on a t-shirt, by the way. That's going to do it for us. We will see you guys later. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. CX rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.